It's a mock draft Monday, and we take a look at what some believe the Bucks will do with the direction of the team potentially changing. Then I will weigh in with one of my own right now at Locked On Bucks. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. <laughs> Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, flying solo on this episode. I am the deputy editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com. And of course, you can check out my world traveling co host, David Harrison, over at Bucks Game Day. Dot com and you can follow everything on Twitter at locked on bucks at jarco underscore bucks and at d harrison 82 again we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day today's episode of locked on bucks is presented by prize picks prize picks is daily fantasy made easy just pick two to five players and if they will score more or less than their prize picks projection and you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry first time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on that's pricepicks.com promo code locked on as i mentioned david is traveling he is headed to mobile for the senior bowl so we wish him safe travels and enjoyable time at the Senior Bowl, and he will be weighing in with his takeaways from that throughout the week. But for this, we are going to be diving first into a mock draft from Josh Edwards of CBS Sports, where he included some trades. There are some interesting moves and a selection for the Bucks that personally I like a lot. So let's start off with... Uh, the way that this draft started to shake out again, this is from CBS sports writer, Josh Edwards. So the Carolina Panthers trade up to number one with the Chicago bears for Alabama quarterback, Bryce young. Now, Josh didn't go into detail as to what the trades would be. He just said that this would be a similar trade to what the Eagles gave up to move up in order to draft Carson Wentz a few years ago. So picks and players to jump up and take what Carolina hopes to be their quarterback of the future. Pick number two, Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud goes to the Houston Texans. Will Anderson goes to the Bears, who made a deal probably with some of those picks that they got from the Carolina Panthers to move up with the Arizona Cardinals. The Indianapolis Colts select Kentucky quarterback Will Levis. And then to round out the top five, the Seattle Seahawks select Georgia defensive lineman Jalen Carter. Some other notable picks ahead of the Buccaneers. NFC South rival Atlanta Falcons take Texas Tech edge rusher Tyree Wilson. Florida quarterback, who I know a lot of Buccaneers fans are also Florida fans, they would probably love to see the Bucs get Anthony Richardson. He goes to the Seattle Seahawks at pick number 15. My guy, Devin Witherspoon, the corner from the University of Illinois, goes to David's Commanders at pick 16. And then the Buccaneers are on the clock with the 19th pick, and they take Clemson linebacker Trenton Simpson. Simpson played three seasons with Clemson and finished with 166 tackles, 12 and a half sacks, three forced fumbles, and five passes defensed. No doubt to me 
that Simpson was an impact player at Clemson and would be an impact player for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers if Levante David moves on or retires. I think it's more likely he moves on than retires, but you never know. He's been in the league for quite a while. Maybe he feels he's done everything that he could do. He's won a championship. He has made money. Other than being continuously snubbed for the Pro Bowl, Levante David has done exactly what he set out to accomplish. And Simpson, to me, is a plug-and-play player, uh, a starter alongside Devin White in the middle of the defense. He has huge range, sideline to sideline, much like Levante David does, and he's really solid in coverage, something that Devin White is not. So Simpson is better suited to be a middle linebacker in a 3-4 scheme, which is exactly what Bowles runs in his base, but Simpson is also versatile enough to move around and take on other tasks. So honestly, you you couldn't ask for a better fit to replace Levante David on this Buccaneers defense should Levante not return to the Bucs. And do not hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that Simpson is going to be Levante David. I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Levante David right out of the gate. I would much rather see Levante back in Tampa next season. The Bucs could use their first-round pick on another need, but Levante David is a major part of what Todd Bowles does defensively, and if he leaves, that leaves a massive, massive hole that has to be filled. Trenton Simpson can do exactly that. You know, he lines up. As, as the perfect tag team partner to Devin White. And who knows, maybe we're having this conversation again after this season if Devin White moves on and the Bucs have to replace inside linebacker yet again. But drafting Trenton Simpson at 19 would be a great start to getting that done. So that is what they have over at CBS Sports, thanks to Josh Edwards, for the Buccaneers in round one. Segment one, one pick. Coming up next, we are going to dive into the two players that the Athletics' Dane Brugler mocked to the Bucks in his latest mock draft coming up here on Locked on Bucks. Today's episode of Locked on Bucks is brought to you by Prize Picks. Pick two to five players, and if they will score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you against the projections available. And prize picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch. The NFL, NBA, NHL, PGA, MLB, college football, men's and women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. They offer safe and fast withdrawals and are currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. So download the PricePix app or go to pricepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit $100, PricePix is going to give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix is going to give you $50. Just don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. 
Thank you again for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or view every day. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL podcast to get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories, plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday and Monday. Local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes. Locked On NFL available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So we talked about one mock draft that looks at, at one specific round, the first round, that's it. So how about a few players that could come in and help the Buccaneers in a two-round mock draft from Dane Brugler of The Athletics? So just like we did the first time, let's get caught up with what leads up to the Buccaneers' first pick. The Colts trade up with Chicago by giving the Bears picks 40, yeah, 4, 35, and a 2024 first-round pick to move up to number one and select Bryce Young out of Alabama Houston takes Will Levis which isn't exactly a great consolation prize for winning the final game of the season and dropping out of the number one pick the Arizona Cardinals take Will Anderson at three Chicago takes defensive tackle Jalen Carter at four and then Carolina makes another move in this mock draft trading up to number five by giving away picks 993 and a 2024 first rounder to the Seattle Seahawks to take Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud. A couple of other notable picks leading up to the Bucs at number 19. The Falcons take offensive lineman Peter Skoronsky from Northwestern, which is going to disappoint some Buccaneers fans. The Titans take Broderick Jones, the tackle from Georgia, which will also disappoint Buccaneers fans. Detroit trades within their division with the Green Bay Packers, giving up picks 18 and 48 to move up to number 15. For Florida Gators quarterback Anthony Richardson, again, probably disappointing some Buccaneers fans. And then uh, Devin Witherspoon goes two picks ahead of the Bucs and heads to the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Buccaneers on the clock at pick number 19 take Arkansas linebacker Drew Sanders. So Dane Brugler says, quote, with Levante David's future in Tampa Bay uncertain, the Buccaneers might need to replace one of the best defensive players in franchise history. A former five-star recruit at Alabama, Drew Sanders is coming off a breakout season, 103 tackles and nine and a half sacks, and boasts the athletic range and instincts that can make him the first linebacker drafted. Again, uh, Drew Sanders is another guy that I really, really like. If he were to fall to the Bucs and Levante David moves on, this is, again, another slam dunk pick, in my opinion. Uh, the athletic range that Dane Brugler mentioned is, is incredible. Again, that sideline-to-sideline side speed, great closing speed, great pursuit, solid in coverage. Uh, I, I would not be upset if the Bucs walk away with Drew Sanders. But there's another round to this mock draft. So what else are the Buccaneers going to do? You still have... Uh, issues along the offensive line. Are you replacing a guard? Are you replacing Donovan Smith potentially at tackle? You need to help out Vita Vea along the defensive line. You're going to have some issues in the secondary with the pending uh, signing, free agent signing of Jamel Dean and or Sean Murphy bunting to another team in free agency. Maybe the Bucks keep one. Maybe they're able to keep both. Maybe they keep neither. All of that will shake out in a matter of time. But in round two in this mock draft, the Buccaneers go with a legacy selection and take Caillou Blue Kelly, corner from Stanford. 
Brugler says, quote, Tampa Bay drafted Brian Kelly at number 45 in 1998, and he helped the franchise win a Super Bowl. The Bucs could try to repeat history 25 years later with Kelly's son, Caillou Blue. So Kelly finished his Stanford career with 148 tackles, a sack, three interceptions, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and 23 passes defensed. He is six foot one. 190 pounds, a big physical guy, which we know Todd Bowles loves. He is a press man guy. He does have some tackling issues. He is not the surest of tacklers, uh, but he does have really, really good recovery speed and closing speed. So he could certainly become a replacement for one of the two Bucks corners hitting free agency, while most Buccaneers fans would probably prefer to keep Jamel Dean over Sean Murphy bunting the business side of the NFL may mean that Jamel Dean leaves and Sean Murphy bunting stays. Of course, as I mentioned, there's the possibility that both Dean and Sean Murphy bunting leave. There's the slim possibility that both Dean and Murphy bunting stay, but Jason light and his crew have done a phenomenal job the last few years by finding day two players for the secondary that have been huge impact guys. So do not be surprised if that is kind of the MO that they follow in this upcoming draft with so many questions in the secondary. You, you have you know, Dean and Murphy Bunting, obviously, Mike Edwards, Keanu Neal, Logan Ryan. Like these guys have to be replaced. And I, I said it all season long. I like Zion McCollum. I love his athletic profile. It's about getting the system down, having the confidence in his abilities. We saw him get beat way too many times. All of you know, Todd Bowles' defense is an incredibly complex you know, scheme. It is, it is very difficult to pick up, but once you pick it up and you're comfortable in it, you can be an effective player. There's no doubt about it. Zion has all of the measurements you're looking for. It's about getting the system down and being confident in your ability to execute that system. I'm not calling for Zion McCollum to be a starter next year. I'm not calling for him to be the starting slot corner. What I am saying is that we might see a solid improvement in McCollum's game next season. Would I rather have McCollum as one of the starting three corners or Kelly? I would take Kelly. Uh, this this guy is, is an athletic freak, and he can do everything that Todd Bowles wants out of his corners in this defense. So you you have all of those issues in the secondary. You've seen Carlton Davis be a day two pick, Jamel Dean, day two, Sean Murphy Bunting, Antoine Winfield Jr., all day two picks. So picking up a starting caliber corner in the second round based on the guys that the Bucs need to replace, Caillou Blue Kelly would be a phenomenal fit, much like we're seeing Joey Porter Jr., mocked a lot to the Pittsburgh Steelers as kind of that legacy guy. If Kelly falls to the Bucs, it makes a lot of sense that he would end up there and play where his dad won a Super Bowl. And who knows? Maybe he's going to win a Super Bowl of his own. And, uh, you know, you would hope that that he's able to do so sooner than later because of all of these cap constraints that the Bucs are going to face. We'll, we'll dive deeper into the cap as we get closer to free agency and things start to kind of, fall into place. Tom Brady obviously is the first domino to fall in the cap situation. So we know what a couple of other people 
would do. But now it's time to bring you my first two-day mock draft where I give you my own picks for the first three rounds of the upcoming NFL draft coming up here on Locked on Bucks. This episode of Locked on Bucks is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here and we are really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked on because they are the number one sports book in America FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that is even better because they have so many great features. They make betting on sports really fun and really easy. And new customers, you join today and get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed just right after you place your first $5 bet. Sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to the point spreads to player props. Plus you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlays all on an app that is safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans do not miss out. Place your first $5 bet and you are going to get $150 in free bets. Whether you win or lose that $5 bet. So really, you have nothing to lose. You're coming out ahead no matter what you bet on. All of that at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Wrapping things up here on a mock draft Monday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. And it is time for my first mock draft of the year. David did one on Mock Draft Monday last week when he was solo. Time for me to do my own. David did one round. I'm stepping it up a couple of notches. I'm doing the first two days of the draft. straight Just like David did, straight up. We're not doing trades, any of that craziness. Just straight up where the Bucks are selecting in rounds one, two, and three. I, once again, used the Pro Football Focus Mock Draft Simulator. So... You know, we'll we'll bounce around to different simulators throughout the offseason. I wanted to kind of keep pace with exactly what David did. I didn't want any kind of craziness. And I assumed that pretty much for the most part, uh, the the simulator was going to give the same 18 guys to other teams ahead of me that happened with David. So uh just like I did in the in the first couple of segments here. I'm going to tell you how we're getting to the pick that we're getting to in the first round. Not going to do that for all the rounds, but starting off in the first round, Will Anderson heads to Chicago. Will Levis, number two overall to the Houston Texans. Tyree Wilson goes to the Arizona Cardinals. Bryce Young goes to the Indianapolis Colts. And Miles Murphy to the Seattle Seahawks is our top five. Other notable selections ahead of the Buccaneers, the Atlanta Falcons take offensive tackle from Ohio State, Paris Johnson. Anthony Richardson goes to the Carolina Panthers. Peter Skaronsky goes to the Titans. Broderick Jones to the Steelers. Then at 19, guys that we have available on the board, we're looking at wide receivers, Quentin Johnston and Jackson Smith and Jigba. There's Cam Smith, Anton Harrison. Trenton Simpson is sitting there. Joey Porter Jr., the corner out of Penn State, he is sitting there. And, 
you know, I would love for the Buccaneers to be in a situation where they can take a Quentin Johnston or a Jackson Smith and Jigba, guys that are versatile, guys that can stretch the field, that can really complement what Mike Evans and Chris Godwin already do. I still think we're in for a much better season out of Russell Gage than we saw. He was hampered by a lot of injuries throughout the season. We know he's better than the performance he put out there in his limited availability. Tom Brady really started to trust him in some big moments. He was making big catches and taking big hits, holding on to the football. So I, I got rid of the receivers. We're not taking one of those. That's a luxury pick in the first round for the Bucs. They are not in a position where they can take a luxury pick at number 19. So I looked at guys like Joey Porter Jr., you need a corner. He is one of the best in the draft. He would be an immediate impact guy. We talked about Trenton Simpson earlier in the show. You guys know how I feel about him. I think he would be a great pick. But at the end of the day, looking at the players available based on what the Buccaneers need, I took offensive tackle out of Oklahoma, Anton Harrison, because Donovan Smith either needs to be pushed to perform better or pushed to the bench. No question that the offensive line needs improvement, and Harrison, on my board, based on the Buccaneers' need needs, was the best player available. And just like David pointed out in his mock draft last week, if you draft an offensive tackle in the first round and he doesn't start, that's fine. You know why? because that means that Donovan Smith stepped his game up enough that he is going to play better because he has somebody breathing down his neck trying to take his job. The left tackle for a right-handed quarterback is the most important player along the offensive line. Might be the second most important player of your franchise outside of the quarterback position. So if you got a hungry kid coming out of college ready to make a name for himself in the National Football League, you have an opportunity to lose your job and you got to step up or you're going to be on the bench or you might be in the unemployment line looking for another team to take a chance on you because the Buccaneers take a look at your money and your performance and say, sorry, Donovan, it's time to move on. You're not the player that we thought you were when Ali Marpet was lining up next to you. And without Ali Marpet, if you can't step your game up, we just don't have a place for you. So round two, again, kind of following the model of what Jason Light has done successfully in recent history, I took Georgia cornerback Keeley Ringo. And yes, you can point to the fact that the guy's last name is Ringo, and I have a Beatles box set sitting up behind my head here on the YouTube for those of you watching, but I promise it has nothing to do with the fact that his last name is Ringo. I think Keely Ringo can come in and compete to be the number two corner opposite of Carlton Davis. I assume Sean Murphy Bunting is going to be the corner that they keep. And Jamel Dean is going to make big time money with another franchise. So Keely Ringo stepping in and being the guy opposite of Carlton Davis, Sean Murphy Bunting still being that starting slot corner, that is an ideal fit for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Keely Ringo only played two years at Georgia. But in those two years, he he put up some solid, solid plays. He's a very good, again, big physical guy. 6'2", 210 pounds. Big, agile, can get in and out of his breaks, 
close in on receivers quickly. He had two interceptions in each of his two seasons with the Georgia Bulldogs. He's a back-to-back national champion. He is going to come in and expect to continue to win because that is the culture that was bred at the University of Georgia with the Bulldogs. Oh, and by the way, if Todd Munkin happens to come in and be the offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, there's already somebody that is a familiar, friendly face on the coaching staff ready to help Keeley get acclimated to the NFL game. Granted, Munkin's coaching the offense, Ringo's playing defense, but still the familiarity that Munkin would already have with Ringo's abilities mixed in with knowing what Todd Bowles wants to do on defense. I get a feeling if he's sitting there, Munkin's going to be saying, look, this is the guy that you want. This is the guy that can become a number one corner in the National Football League. If Carlton Davis moves on for big money after his short contract is up, it would be a slam dunk pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then in round three, look, I'm I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was really close to drafting Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker. Even if Tom Brady comes back, Hooker showed such incredible ability until his injury. And if he doesn't get injured, he's not falling to 82nd overall. It's not happening. So drafting Hooker at 82, coming off of an injury, he can sit for a year. He can sit, he can continue to rehabilitate his injury. He can continue to get healthy, recover, and develop with absolutely zero pressure whatsoever. Then the Bucs have their quarterback of the future sitting there waiting as Tom Brady plays his last one, maybe two seasons. I, I would think if Brady comes back, it's going to be for one year and one year only. Um, but I just, I couldn't bring myself to pull the trigger because if Brady comes back, it would be great to have Hooker sitting there and ready to take over as the franchise quarterback. But if Brady's coming back, you have too many more pressing matters to address in a all or nothing season than to use a pick on somebody who could take meaningful snaps for the Bucs and use it on a quarterback that's basically going to redshirt his first year. So Vita Vea needs his tag team partner. He needs his new Indomitian Sioux. And I took defensive lineman Keandre Coburn out of Texas. He's 6'2", 345 pounds. He is a huge, immovable guy that can line up alongside Vita Vea. He had six and a half sacks, which is for an interior defensive lineman, it's pretty solid because what the Buccaneers, as you all know, what they want to do is they want to bring the pressure from the edge. They want to collapse the pocket from the interior, bring the pressure from the edge with Shaq Barrett, Joe Tryon, Shoyinka, Anthony Nelson, Carl Nassib. You can bring the pressure from your linebackers with Devin White and Levante David, or if, if there's a guy who comes in to replace Levante David, they bring in safeties, they bring in corners, they bring in people from all over the place. So you don't need a defensive lineman that has eye-popping sack numbers, but knowing that he has the tools and the efficiency and the speed to get to the quarterback is definitely a plus. Uh, also at Texas, two forced fumbles. He's a mammoth of a human being and would be awesome lined up 
next to Vita Vea. So there is my first shot at a mock draft this season. David will rip it to pieces, I'm sure, and tell me that I was wrong uh, and that he's going to do a mock draft to fix my mock draft, but we will see. I would love to know your thoughts on the Buccaneers drafting offensive tackle Anton Harrison, corner Keeley Ringo, and defensive lineman Keandre Coburn. Drop your reactions down here in the YouTube comments or send us an email to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com or you can send in your own mock draft submissions and we might just use yours on the show on our next mock draft Monday. We will be back tomorrow with more on the Buccaneers offensive coordinator search and of course the latest news, notes, and nuggets about your beloved Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So thank you again for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or view every day. For your second listen, check out the Locked On NFL podcast, bringing you the local insights you love to the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories. Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you're checking out everything I'm doing over at BucksNation.com. Check out David's work over at BucksGameDay.com and follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at Harrison hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day stay safe stay healthy fire the cannons thank you so much for joining us right here at locked on bucks